Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Region 1 Sports Report with Brian York on 99.5 The Fan. Presented by the Orthopedic Institute. Let's have some fun on your Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, May 10th edition of the Region 1 Sports Report. I'm Brian York, and you know the show presented by the Orthopedic Institute in Paducah. How are we doing on your Wednesday? Can't complain about the weather the last two days. You had a really nice one yesterday. And then looking for another one today, about 81 the high today with sunny skies. Yes, please, that and more. Although we are going to get rain tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. I know, I literally hate to rain on your parade, but... It is looking like some weather coming in over the next few days. But not yesterday, not today. Enjoyed the sunshine. I did. Got the yard mode yesterday, which is always fun, right? Hop on the mower, put the earbuds in, and just be in your own world for a little bit. Not a bad way to spend an evening. Unless you're going to the ballpark. That was that was a pretty good way to spend the evening. And uh, several of you did. We had several games last night we'll get to in a moment. So speaking of things on our docket today... We'll, uh, as we do, go over scores from Monday and Tuesday. Just a few games on Monday, but a few did get in. And then we'll talk about uh, several games from last night. We'll also uh, get into our power rankings today. That's it. It's Wednesday. It's our power rankings. Final power rankings of the uh, regular season. Our final power rankings, so the, the end of the regular season power rankings are today. We won't do them next week. But we will do our final power rankings at the end of all of it. We'll rank the teams uh, after the postseason who ended up being the top five teams in the uh, region, according to me. So we'll do that at the end of the postseason. And I keep bringing this up, but we're about T-minus, what, three weeks away from all of this being said and done for the uh, spring, and then for me taking a little bit of a, a hiatus, a little bit of a sabbatical away from Region 1 sports. We'll put the show on hold. It's not going away. It's not getting canceled. We're not... It, it, it is coming back. We're just going to take a, a few more weeks off this summer than normal, and uh, we're going to kind of bypass our state of athletics this year. I know those are always, almost my most downloaded shows of the entire year. Almost. But but I need the break, and I, I just, be honest, those shows end up being my most stressful shows of the year and the shows I have to do the absolute most research on. So I end up working more on those shows than almost any show during the year so it just made sense to skip those take an extra break and gear up for next year and I'm not wishing my summer away but I can't wait I can't wait to get back into the fall of next year with locked and loaded with just tons of interviews and uh, tons of new ways of covering some of our fall sports and of course going back to five days a week when we get into the winter sports next year so a lot of fun a lot of uh, changes but a lot of good coming to the region one sports report all right so let's talk Sports. Let's talk. Let's do what we do on here. Uh, before we do scores, I do have to go back and kind of make a correction from Monday's show. I know. I, I don't like doing that, but I've got to. So on Monday's show, we led with what I was assuming, because Game Changer said it was, and the stats pretty much showed it was, 
was a uh, perfect game in softball for Murray High's Kylie Chapman. Turns out it was one batter short of a perfect game. So let me explain sort of why it was easy to read into that being a perfect game and what it actually ended up being. So, you know, on Monday's show, you're looking at the stats, you're looking at Murray taking on Ballard, which still doesn't change the fact that's a massive upset and a massive win for Murray. It still doesn't change the fact that Miss Chapman threw incredibly well. I mean, her she was incredible pitching on Saturday against Ballard Memorial. And you looked at the stats, you go to Game Changer, and you look at the recap, and it says in the headline that Chapman of Murray Lady Tigers keeps batters down in perfect game against Bat. So I was like, whoa. Then you go over to the stats, and you see seven innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, 14 strikeouts, and she faced 21 batters in seven innings, which is the minimum. Perfect game, right? Wrong. I know. Apparently, she hit a batter on a 3-1 count in the middle part of the game. However, the reason why she still only faced the minimum batters is that batter was caught stealing. So there you go. So even Game Changer had it wrong. I'm blaming Game Changer. So it wasn't quite a perfect game. It was a no-hitter. And it was, let's be honest, pretty much a perfect game. I mean, literally like one bad pitch away from a perfect game. That is absolutely as close as you get. Still an incredible accomplishment. And I didn't want to have to bring it up, but I had a couple of people bring it up with me. and None of them from Murray, by the way. Just, just saying, none of them from Murray. But I had a couple of people bring it up to me, and I thought, well, I mean, you know, I, I got to be honest on the show, so we, uh, we got to set the record straight. However, still, may be the best pitching performance of the season for softball this year. I mean, so we're not, I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm not bringing that down at all. She still faced the minimum number of batters. She still struck out 14 of the 21 she faced. Pretty good day at the ballpark. All right, so there's that. Let's move on. Let's get into uh, more recent games. Let's get into what happened Monday and Tuesday here in the region. So let's go back, and we'll start again with Monday. So Monday's scores, just a few games played, one in baseball, two in softball. In baseball, you had Hickman County losing to Trigg County 9-6. to in softball, you had Hickman County over Murray. That's, I mean, I'm telling you, it's a good win. Murray's a good softball team. They are what they are. They're they're hovering around 500. We saw what they could do when they beat Ballard, what they're capable of, and then Hickman County beats them four to one. But that's a good score, and it just shows you that Hickman County's in the same boat. Four one, good game there, evenly matched game. And then you had Graves County over Callaway County, four to two. Callaway County had been surging of late. Callaway County coming back. Uh, up around 500 on the season. Now one game below 500, but Graves County surging as well. They're fighting their groove a little bit. Lady Eagles getting hot as they go into the postseason. They've now won three in a row, uh, including wins over Hickman and Callaway. So those are good wins for the Lady Eagles, and those are your scores for Monday. Now before we move on to Tuesday, just because they played Monday doesn't mean they don't get a little bit of a deeper dive. Let's take a look at a couple of those softball games. Let's look at Hickman County over Murray High. Good win for Hickman County. Tough one for Murray High. In this one, you had uh, four runs, nine hits, three errors for Hickman County. One run, seven hits, four errors for Murray High. Two runs in the third for Hickman, one in the fourth. They scored one in the sixth. Murray's lone run came in the fourth. In the ballgame for Hickman County, Biasi went three of four the ballgame. Howell, two of four the run scored. Bose was two of three with a run scored, a run driven in. Clark, two of four with a run driven in. Wilbur goes 0 of 3, but scores a run. And pitching Biasi pretty well in this one. Seven innings, seven hits, one run. It was unearned. Walked one, struck out four. 
by the way, did that in 64 pitches. Pretty efficient ball game. So that's the Hickman County win over Murray on uh, Monday. Let's look at Graves County's win over Callaway County on Monday. A good win for the Lady Eagles over a team that's been a little bit up and down but had certainly started to find their groove at the end of the season. You had four runs, ten hits, two errors for Graves County. Two runs, two hits, two errors for Callaway County. Callaway jumped out to a 2-0 lead this game at Callaway County. So they scored 2-0 in the uh, first inning. It was 2-0 until the sixth inning. Graves County tied it up with two in the sixth and then added two in the seventh to go on and get the win. Taylor Woods, the senior for the Lady Eagles, ended up with a two-run shot. It was a go-ahead two-run homer in that seventh inning, getting it done. You look at uh, the rest of the Lady Eagles, Wimsett goes one of three. Martin, one of four with a run scored. You had uh, Woods. She finished that uh, one of four with two driven in, two scored on that home run. Davis goes two of three with a run scored. Hayden goes two of four. Taylor, one of four. And then uh, Anna Davis goes two of four with a run driven in. Rogers in the circle. Seven innings, two hits, two runs, both earned. Walked five, struck out seven. So the Lady Eagles, good win there over uh, Cowley County this week. All right, that's on Monday. Let's look at Tuesday's scores, and then we'll come back and look at some of the things that stood out from Tuesday. So, Tuesday's scores will stay with softball since we're already on it. Ballard Memorial over Fulton County, 19-0. That took three innings. Christian Fellowship over Fort Campbell, 10-6. Lyon County over Callaway County, 7-5. Mayfield over Fulton City. Lady Cardinals back in the win column, 18-3 in three innings. And Murray over Carlisle. We'll come back to that one. 2-1, Murray over Carlisle. Man, here, here you look at it. Murray's played Ballard, Hickman, Carlisle, and went 2-1 and one in the last few games. I don't know what to think anymore. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one for Carlisle. It's a good one for Murray. We'll come back to that one. In baseball, you had Ballard Memorial over uh, Fulton County, 14-2 in six innings. Callaway over Carlisle County, 15-3 in six innings. Now, this was one of those weird nights because Cal, uh, Carlisle – Rather, also played Christian Fellowship, so kind of a doubleheader for Carlisle with two different 4th District opponents. But that's still a surprising score, 15-3 for Callaway County. Carlisle County did beat CFS 15-0 in three innings. Graves County went up to Goreville, Illinois, got a win 3-1. Mayfield over CCA, 19-1 in three innings and 10-0 in five innings. McCracken County over St. Mary. All eyes were on this one last night, but the St. Mary it's just been a rough back half of the schedule, and they lose 13-3 in six innings. Murray High over Lyon County won nothing. We'll look at that one in a moment because that is a big win for Murray. Lyon County considered the, the best baseball team in the second region, or at least they have been, and that's a good win for Murray. So there's your scores from Tuesday. So what are we going to talk about in segment number two? We'll talk about that Murray High game. We will talk Callaway, Carlisle County. I want to look at that one a little bit closer. And we'll get into McCracken and St. Mary a little bit. And then on the softball side, Murray, Carlisle. Man, we got to come back to that one. 2-1 win for Murray over Carlisle and softball. So that's what's coming up in our second segment. But we got to take a break first.
Time to pay some bills. We'll come back. That and more coming your way. It's Region 1 Sports. The Orthopedic Institute of Western Kentucky is the region's largest orthopedic provider with a focus on getting you back to the life you want to live. Our physicians in the OIWK Total Joint Center of Excellence will help you find relief for painful stiffness, swelling, or any other discomfort that affects your joints. For more information, call 270-442-9461 or go to our new website, OIWKY.com. Flooring is incredibly important when it comes to sports. It's also incredibly important when it comes to your home or business. You gotta see Flooring America for a full line of residential and commercial carpet, vinyl, laminate, area rugs, and custom tile. Their professional installers are fully insured. They have the area's largest selection of quality floor coverings for integrity, quality, and professional service. See Greg Dilworth at Flooring America, 5150 Heartland Drive, FlooringAmericaPaducah.com. You might forget about your plumbing. After all, what's to remember? Well, how about that toilet that keeps running? It's wasting gallons of water every day. And the worst part, you don't even know it's happening. That's why Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club is so important. Only $14.95 a month. You start with a complete inspection with any needed adjustments, discount on repairs, and if you need help, you go to the front of the line. Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club. Forget about your plumbing because they won't. Ivet'sPlumbing.com. Hungry but still want a good deal? McDonald's is the place to go, so look no further. Get a sausage biscuit and a hash brown for just $2.50 to start your day the great way. And for lunch, you can choose between a McDouble, a McChicken, or a four-piece chicken McNugget, all paired with an order of crispy fries for just $3. Now that's a delicious lunch deal. And don't forget, slushies have arrived at McDonald's. Your delicious cool treat for those hot summer days. You can find it all at McDonald's. CFSB is creating a connected experience both online and in person. We commit to connecting financial technology to meet the daily demands in your life. With our new online banking experience and mobile app, we've created a way for you to bank your way on your time. And we've backed that up with a team of personal digital bankers, empowering you to utilize all the tools that we provide, making you unstoppable. Visit yourlifeyourbank.com forward slash digital banking to start your CFSB experience today. Member FDIC. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't quite figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I'd like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We are safely distancing while we worship with one heart and one voice. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people all striving after the same prize of heaven. New at Pizza Inn, the new house pan pizza. Crispy golden crust with a soft, fluffy center. And it's made in-house every day from scratch, just like the other crust, fresh and never frozen. Also new, 100% whole milk mozzarella cheese melts perfectly on the pizzas. The salad bar is back with over 40 items, including fresh salads, greens, veggies, fruits and pastas, and desserts. What's not new? Continued commitment to quality service and hospitality. Stop in, see a familiar face that's grateful to serve you at your hometown pizza place since 1972. Order online for carryout, pickup, or delivery. Perfect for holiday parties and family meals. Pizza in, serving up smiles one slice at a time. Region 1 Sports, in for the deep dive. Region 
one sports moving along rolling along here on your wednesday edition of the show we'll get to power rankings in a little bit but first let's kind of deep dive take a look back at some of the games that stood out the most from last night let's look at murray over lyon county first in baseball we'll start there uh it was a big night for murray overall murray baseball and murray softball both of them got really big wins both of them by one run it was a good night to be a tiger if you will on Tuesday night. But we'll look at the Murray baseball game first. Again, one nothing over Lyon County. Murray High, just that district. I, I'm just I got no finger on the pulse. Marshall's gonna win it. They're the top seed. They're 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 gonna win it. Uh, or at least be in the regional tournament. That's that's for sure. But Callaway Murray, I mean Eileen Murray, but I don't know. Last night's another reason why I do. And then and then you go, well, wait, but Callaway got that massive win over Carlisle. We'll talk about that one in a moment, but again, let's start with Murray over uh, Lyon County as I'm pulling up my stats. Hold on a minute. There they are. Now 13-12 and 12 on the year, by the way. But the Tigers last night, a one nothing win, one run, six hits, no errors, no runs, three hits, no errors for Lyon County. Just a good game. Just a good, well-pitched, good defensive game. That's what you want to say. I love a good one nothing game when it's like that. Clean. In the ball game for Murray, they had six hits. Three of them came from Tucker. He pitched, and he let off, and he played second base. He was 3-for-3 three three with the the one ribby. That's right. He ended up driving in Jennings, who went 2-of-3 in the ballgame. The only other hit for Murray High, because that's 5 of their 6, came from Elmore, who went 1-for-3. Tucker on the bump, 4 innings, 2 hits, no runs. He didn't walk anybody, and he struck out 2. He was terrific in those 4 innings, 54 pitches. And then Garner came in for the save. He was just as good. Three innings, one hit, no runs, no walks, three strikeouts. Again, go back to that. This game, a one nothing game, no errors in the ball game, and between the two teams, only one walked batter. Lyon County struck out six batters. Uh, Murray struck out five. Just a good defensive game. Well pitched, throwing lots of strikes, getting balls in play. That's the kind of game I, I wish I could have seen. I'm, I'm sorry I missed it. But again, Murray with the win, and that was uh, how they did as well on the bump. So there you go. Good win for Murray High. Again, improving to 13-12 and 12 on the year. You know, circled this one. Weather permitting, they've got Hickman County tomorrow night. That's sort of their last test before district play. I know they got Fulton County on Friday, but that it is what it is. But uh, Hickman County, I, I'm looking forward to that one. I think those two teams are very evenly matched. I think it's... Going to be even more telling if Murray can pull off that win and kind of stay on the the hot streak that they've been on. I mean, they beat the Tornadoes back on Saturday. Uh, They did lose to Massac County, but they've got that uh, one-run win over Callaway last week. Now one-run win over Lyon County. They're, they're, They're good, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that was Murray High from last night. Who else we got? Let's talk about Callaway County. Now my thing with Callaway, and I've said this, you know, since they had their two top guys go down uh, with injury uh, pitchers, and they're out for the year as far as pitching. But when those guys were were no longer going to be available for pitching, you you kind of looked at it, and then the results sort of showed it. They're going to struggle beating teams if the pitching can't quite step up. Offensively, they've been fine. Offensively, in a lot of categories, Callaway has been really good again this year. They got the dudes that can hit. They're twelve and sixteen on the year, and you just kind of wonder where they would be if if your any team that loses their two top starters, they're going to suffer that from that. They just are. 
And you wonder where they would be at if that hadn't happened. Because offensively, again, they've been good. You look at them on the season, now 28 games into the books, and they they average 6.3 runs per game, which is pretty good. It's going to get you a lot of wins. But they give up 6.4. So they, they, they literally give up roughly as many runs as they score. And so pitching can be an issue. But when it's not, you see what they can be and what they do. 15-3 over Carlisle County last night. Let's take a look at the stats. Callaway, and again, this is at Carlisle. Callaway jumped out to a 3-0 lead after the top of the third. Carlisle County answered with two runs in the third, which again is kind of their MO to lose. As they score runs, then give up runs, and then that other team kind of recaptures momentum and they get the win. Still, they led by one. They get three more runs in the fifth. Carlisle with one, and then a nine-run six blows it open, gives Callaway the win, 15-3, 15 runs, 13 hits, one error for Callaway County. Carlisle County, three runs, six hits, and one error. You look at their uh, offense in this game, Pingle, he goes three of five, three runs scored, three driven in. Turner, two of four, a run scored, four driven in. Lockhart, one of three, two runs scored, and a run driven in. The other Lockhart brother, he went one of four with a run driven in. McDaniel, one of three with two driven in. Starks goes one of two, a run scored, a run driven in. Dennis goes one of three with a run scored. And then how about this? Cruz goes 0 for 1 with a walk, and he scores three runs in the ballgame. Aiken goes three for three. He drives in two. He scores three runs. By the way, Turner had a home run in this game as well. Whew, that was a lot to get through. I mean, yeah, 13 hits and 15 runs. That's a lot to get to. On the bump, it took three pitchers to finally get it done, but they did. Dennis was really good in this one. He's sort of kind of become their ace a little bit here down the stretch. Four innings, five hits, two runs, two were earned. He walked two, he struck out four. Rollins came in, struggled a little bit, and then Aiken came in, worked an inning and a third with a, a hit, no walks, no runs, struck out two. For Carlisle County, again, they, they Callaway, to their credit, held their bats at bay. You know, this is one of those games where Callaway's offense was raking. You got to keep pace, and Carlisle County didn't. Perez goes 0 for 4, the run scored a run driven in. Sassine goes 1 of 2, the run scored a run driven in. Mitchell 1 of 2. Brewer goes uh, 2 of 3 with a run scored. Kelly goes 2 of 3. In this ball game, both Jaron and Jonah Brewer threw, so that's not confusing when you look at the stats. You got five innings out of uh, Jaron and then one inning out of Jonah. And it just, again, Callaway's offense. It, when you hit, when you throw two different guys, and both those guys have been good this season, and they have trouble getting outs or, or stopping runs, that's an offense that's on. And it's just kind of, you throw your hands up and go, okay, this is one of those nights where it, it is what it is. I mean, Jaron Brewer this season, a 2 9 ERA. So, you know, he gets the start in this one, and Callaway puts six runs earned on him. That happens sometimes. Callaway's going to hit. They're going to score. And the key is their pitching, and they got it. Uh, got pretty good pitching last night, holding a really good Carlisle County team to three runs. You know, Callaway's team ERA right now is a 578. I'm not picking. I'm pointing out. It's a 578. And Bryson Dennis has kind of become their ace, their go-to He's got a 586, but when he pitches like he did last night, which was really good, again, four innings, five hits, two earned runs, it's going to give them a chance. And they're, they, they're capable of beating anybody. So we'll see how it goes because they're the, they're the one team I just can't quite put a finger on right now. 
I'm feeling good about Murray, but then I look at Callaway and I go, yeah, but they're going to hit as long as they can hold your bats at bay. And that's been a question mark. They're going to beat you. They're going to be tough to predict come uh, tournament time, come next week. So that is Callaway Carlisle from last night. Now, Carlisle did get a win over CFS. Remember, they did play two. They beat them 15-0 last night. All right, what else were we going to circle back to? Let's talk, uh, before we wrap up our baseball talk, let's look at McCracken County and St. Mary from last night. A 13-3 game. Remember, these two teams played just a couple of weeks ago. It was 3-0. St. Mary held their own and, and hung in there with them. Last night didn't go quite as well. You know, and St. Mary threw, threw their ace. They threw Heath in this one. And, and again, you're playing the best team in the region. Sometimes you're going to give up hits. Sometimes you're going to get hit. It's okay. It's baseball. It, it, you play again. You've played this game twice. It was three nothing and thirteen three. That's that's baseball. But I think it's further proof that McCracken is you know still top dog in the region, and St. Mary's been on a bit of a slide of late, and that happens. And you know personally, I, I think they're a great baseball team, and I'm hoping they're turning around and we can have a really fun district tournament next week. But they've you know they've now lost six of their last seven, really seven of their last nine. Good teams. You've got McCracken in there twice. You've got Tillman in there. They do have a win over uh, Callaway County. Still kind of scratching my head over the Mayfield one. Just going to bring that up again. But uh, but that's what you've got of late. And they got a chance to get in the win column with Fulton County coming up weather permitting tomorrow night. But uh, they're, they're, they're better than the record. I'll put it that way. So let's look at last night's game. In this one for McCracken, 13 runs, 10 hits, 2 errors, which is kind of surprising. Three runs, five hits, three errors for St. Mary, which is really surprising. McCracken jumped out 2-0 after the top of the first. St. Mary answered. It was 2-1. McCracken got runs in the second, one run in the third, five in the fourth, which blew it open, and then they capped it off with four in the sixth to make it a 10-run game in six innings. St. Mary got a run in the first, one in the third, and one in the sixth. Haas in this one, he goes one of three with a run scored and a run driven in. Smiles goes two of four with a run scored. Willett, one of one with two runs driven into the ball game. Morris, he was one of one with a run scored. Heath was on the mound for St. Mary. Statistically, their ace on the season. He's got like a 2-0-something ERA. I mean, really low ERA. He goes three innings. Listen, not honestly, not bad. Three innings, five hits, four runs, three earned. He walked two, he struck out two. Not, not, not bad. McCracken County, though. They've got guys that can thump, don't get me wrong, but they work counts, uh, counts they work pitch counts, they, they try to get your uh, your numbers up and just knock you out of a ball game. Even if they're not knocking you around, they still find a way to get you out of the ball game, even when you're pitching well. And 63 pitches in three innings, you can tell they were working his the, the counts, they were working his at-bats. Former Kraken County in this one, you had uh, Lane go one of three, he drew a walk. He scored three times. He drove in two. You had James with a home run, and he ends up going two of three with two runs scored and four driven in. Green goes two of three with three driven in. And uh, Farley, one of four, a run driven in, a run scored. Kern, one of one with a run scored. And I'm really just kind of hitting the ones that drove in a run or scored a run. On the bump in this one, former Kraken, Zach Sims, who has been the race. Aldridge is up there but Sims statistically has been a little bit better although you know Chapman I mean pick your poison 
you know, you got Sims, a 125 ERA, just over 39 innings. Aldridge, a 227 and 37 innings. And he's kind of gone head to head with some of the uh, top tier teams in the uh, on the schedule. Chapman, an 081 in 26 innings. Although a little concerned, 14 strikeouts, seven walks, but he, he he's hard to touch. Miller Green comes in, throws hard, a 193 ERA. Good luck. Last night it was Sims lowering his ERA to a 125. He goes five innings, three hits, two runs, one earned, walked five, struck out five. Don't see that one very often, but he gets it done. McCracken gets the win. That's in baseball. We'll turn our attention to uh, softball. we got one to talk about there, and then we'll take a break, and we've got power rankings coming up. So let's talk Murray High and Carlisle County in softball. This was one, if you recall, that I said circle on the calendar. Carlisle was starting to round back into form. Murray has been hovering around 500, but they've shown they can beat just about anybody in the region but also lose to anybody in the region. And Carlisle County, who – we thought would be a, a you know a top two three team all season. They struggled early, struggled at, at spring break, which you, you kind of excuse because you go up there and play a lot of teams you don't know, and those teams could end up being world beaters. And I still don't know because I don't know anything about Portsmouth West uh, Ohio. So I mean maybe they're like one of the best teams in in their state. Who knows? But then they come back, they get into their second half of the schedule, and they end up getting a lot of wins. But a lot of those are games where you go, yeah, but they should be winning those games. And they did. So there were a few games left that you could circle. Ballard, Murray, they got Tillman weather permitting coming up. They got Callaway. All this back, like right here at the end. And in those games, right now they're 0-2. Now that's not a knock because it's close losses. 5-3, 2-1. So it shows you, it shows me, they're right there in it. And they've got experience and they got talent. And they're going to come out of that district as the top seed going into the regional tournament. They're going to be a district winner, I do believe. Hickman's going to give them a run, but I think they're just still better than Hickman this year. And I think this is a team, with the way this schedule's wrapping up here at the end, even if they go over, you know, lost to Ballard, lost to Murray, even if they lose to Tillman and lose to Callaway, which I, I do feel like they're going to get at least one win in those those next two games. That's still a team that's going to be challenged here at the end and be ready for postseason. And this was a good one last night. 2-1. Again, another really good win for Murray in what looked to be a really good softball game. So let's look at it. Murray jumped out to a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the first inning. Carlisle got their lone run in the fourth, and that's all she wrote. 2-1. Two runs on five hits, two errors for Murray. One run, three hits. Two errors for Carlisle County. For the Lady Tigers, it was one of three for Riddle, who scored a run. Farr goes two of three with a run scored. Chapman, one of three. You had Hudspeth. She goes 0 for two, but drives in a run. And Collins goes one for two. For Carlisle County, three hits in the ballgame. Thomason had one, one of three. And then Akins goes two of three. You look at this, and the crazier thing is three runs total between these two teams. It's a 2-1 ball game. None of them earned. It was the mistakes that made it happen. Pitching in this ball game, Chapman gets the win. Terrific again. She goes seven innings, three hits, one run, unearned. Walked one, struck out seven. Faced 27 batters, so just a handful over the minimum. And then Thomason, she goes six innings, five hits, two runs, none earned, no walks, six strikeouts. 
my goodness, a pitching duel in that one. And again, three combined runs, none of them earned. 2-1 win for Murray High. These teams, I'm telling you, they are all so close together. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. What does that do for the power rankings? We'll see. It's coming your way. It's Region 1. The Orthopedic Institute of Western Kentucky is the region's largest orthopedic provider with the focus on getting you back to the life you want to live. Our physicians in the OIWK Total Joint Center of Excellence will help you find relief for painful stiffness, swelling, or any other discomfort that affects your joints. For more information, call 270-442-9461 or go to our new website, OIWKY.com. Flooring is incredibly important when it comes to sports. It's also incredibly important when it comes to your home or business. You gotta see Flooring America for a full line of residential and commercial carpet, vinyl, laminate, area rugs, and custom tile. Their professional installers are fully insured. They have the area's largest selection of quality floor coverings for integrity, quality, and professional service. See Greg Dilworth at Flooring America, 5150 Heartland Drive, FlooringAmericaPaducah.com. You might forget about your plumbing. After all, what's to remember? How about that toilet that keeps running? It's wasting gallons of water every day. And the worst part, you don't even know it's happening. That's why Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club is so important. Only $14.95 a month. You start with a complete inspection with any needed adjustments, discount on repairs, and if you need help, you go to the front of the line. Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club. Forget about your plumbing because they won't. Ivet'sPlumbing.com. Hungry but still want a good deal? McDonald's is the place to go, so look no further. Get a sausage biscuit and a hash brown for just $2.50 to start your day the great way. And for lunch, you can choose between a McDouble, a McChicken, or a four-piece chicken McNugget, all paired with an order of crispy fries for just $3. Now that's a delicious lunch deal. And don't forget, slushies have arrived at McDonald's. Your delicious cool treat for those hot summer days. You can find it all at McDonald's. CFSB is creating a connected experience both online and in person. We commit to connecting financial technology to meet the daily demands in your life. With our new online banking experience and mobile app, we've created a way for you to bank your way on your time. And we back that up with a team of personal digital bankers, empowering you to utilize all the tools that we provide, making you unstoppable. Visit yourlifeyourbank.com forward slash digital banking to start your CFSB experience today. Member FDIC. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't quite figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I'd like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We are safely distancing while we worship with one heart and one voice. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people all striving after the same prize of heaven. New at Pizza Inn, the new house pan pizza. Crispy golden crust with a soft, fluffy center. And it's made in-house every day from scratch, just like the other crust, fresh and never frozen. Also new, 100% whole milk mozzarella cheese melts perfectly on the pizzas. The salad bar is back with over 40 items, including fresh salads, greens, veggies, fruits and pastas, and desserts. What's not new? Continued commitment to quality service and hospitality. Stop in, see a familiar face that's grateful to serve you at your hometown pizza place since 1972. Order online for carryout, pickup, or delivery. Perfect for holiday parties and family meals. Pizza in, serving up smiles one slice at a time. Region 1 Sports. We know local because we are local. 
Region 1 Sports, the moment you've all been waiting for it as our Power 5 rankings on this Wednesday. Oh my, yeah it is. So we're going to actually going to start with softball. I know I've kind of been softball heavy, it feels like, the last few days as far as leads go. But we always start with baseball. Let's change it up on this Wednesday. Because, honestly, for me, softball was easier. I'll just cop out and start with the one that I think is easier and leave the most controversial one for the uh, for the end. So we'll look at softball power rankings around the region this week. And again, my criteria, because I feel like i got to state this every time. Who'd you play? What'd you do? What did we expect? Right? Like, who did you play? Win or lose, what did you do? And what was our expectation? If you won a game you weren't supposed to, that gives you extra points. If you lost a game you weren't supposed to, that's going to knock you a little bit. If you won a game you're supposed to, well, it's not really going to do a whole lot for you, but it, it depends on what everybody else did. Right? It's confusing, right? I know. Try living in this head for a day. All right, so our power rankings on this Wednesday, softball. Number one, see if you can guess it. I'll give you a second. Yeah, it's McCracken County. 25-3, and 10-0 in the region, 3-0 and in the district. You know... If they don't win the region, everybody will be shocked. It, could it? Could somebody knock them off? Yeah, sure. Will they? No, nah, I don't think so. I just don't, but we'll see. McCracken County this season, I'll give you a little bit of a, a look here. Batting 407 as a team. I mean, they've got like, what, uh, two, three players, two really main everyday players hitting over 500 right now in shoulders and white. You've got a handful of players what, three other players hitting over 400. That includes uh, Colburn, uh, Walker, and Hutchins. It's just unreal. Pitching, a 319 ERA, but that's, again, considered their schedule. Halls has uh, kind of emerged as their ace, but it doesn't matter who you face, and they could probably throw anybody in the regional tournament and have pretty good success. They're tough. They're good. Good luck. Can they be beat? Sure. Will they? Again, I just don't think so. But they're number one. Who's number two? Who's got a chance? Well, our two and three teams come to mind, but we'll see. And this one was tough. I went back and forth on this one quite a bit using my criteria. Who'd you play? What'd you do? What do we expect? And this week, we had to make a, a little bit of a change. We're going with Paducah Tillman at number two. Now, here's why. If you're telling me going into the tournament, Brian, who's the second best team in the region? Just put the schedules aside what you saw this year, who's the second-best team, I, I would argue Ballard. But again, power rankings are based on basically what have you done in the last week or so. And Tillman's 3-0. and Ballard's 2-1. and Now, Ballard's loss, again, it's, a, it's not a bad loss. It's a good loss. You, got, you had a pitcher just absolutely go out of her mind Saturday, and she's good, and she was even that much better. And you could argue Murray was a tougher opponent than any of the last three that Tillman has faced. But at the same time, I went to the tiebreaker, and that was results. And Tillman three and zero, Ballard two and one. But they're basically they're basically tied at number two this week. But for sake of argument, I slot Tillman in in this spot again, just based on recent record. You look at Tillman on the year, and they're good. Three forty nine batting average. They've got a three fifty six ERA. That's the only area that slightly concerns me a little bit. And they've got you know essentially three pitchers that can throw that can that can get results. Bobbitt's been kind of their ace. She's been good, a 3.24 ERA, but they can hit, man, and they're they're a little top heavy, but they can hit two hitters right now in Thomas and White over 400. You've got about three hitting over 300. No, actually four, four or five hitting over 300 
to get that 349 team batting average. So Tillman coming in at number two, number three, Ballard Memorial. But again, it's like, I mean, flip a coin. That's my cop out, but it is what it is. You look at Ballard on the year, batting 272. That's the only thing that kind of concerns me a little bit is Tillman can hit. But here's the difference in them. Ballard can pitch. Madison Bodie, the eighth grader, a 118 ERA. That'll that that'll neutralize a lot of bats, right? Like that'll that'll kind of even up things a little bit. Ballard does have Trinity Williams hitting over 400 and Bodie herself at 345 on the season. They're good, but the difference in those two teams is Tillman hits better, Ballard pitches better. But we go Tillman Ballard in that order this week. So your your top three McCracken. Tillman Ballard coming in at number four, Graves County. Look at the Lady Eagles, 12 and 11 now overall in the season. They've gotten hot here of late. They've won their last three, uh, three, and that includes wins over Caldwell, Hickman, and Callaway. Those are good wins over good, solid softball teams. You look at them now on the season, starting to kind of find their groove a little bit offensively, now batting 294 on the year. Brooklyn Cole is getting it done. A 431 average, six doubles, four triples, and six home runs on the year. That's good, right? Like, I think it's good. That's good, right? Ginger Martin at 365. Taylor Woods now at 333. They can hit, and their pitching has come around a bit. They've worked Bailey Wimsett back into things a little bit. Uh, she's got a 223 ERA, but Anna Rogers has sort of been the the go-to and their, their starter most of the year, and Rogers has been good, a 307. Much better this season for her. Uh, and, and especially as the season has moved along. Graves can play 12-11, and 11, finding their offense, and as long as they can get it in the pitching circle, they're going to be a tough out. They come in at number four. Number five, Marshall County. This is, you could, you know, lean here a little bit. You could look at some other teams. I mean, Hickman's been good. Murray's had some good wins of late, but they're still kind of 12 and, uh, or 10 and 12 on the year. You could look at, at Callaway, now 12-13. and 13. I mean, there was a lot of teams here vying for that spot, but I go with Marshall County now 15-14 and 14 on the season. Looking at the Lady Marshals a little bit. They have uh, been a little up and down, but they went to that Owensboro Classic. I'm not going to, again, that strength of schedule, not going to knock them too much. But if you're looking at some recent wins, how about a 14-2 win over Murray? Look at what Murray's done lately. So then you could go back to that and say it's a good win. And then you, this is just softball this year. That's baseball, too. You know, they, they beat Murray 14-2. Murray beats Carlisle County, but Carlisle County more recently against Marshall County back in late April, they beat Marshall County. So, I mean, just, it is what it is. Right now, again, my cop-out phrase, you're flipping coins, and that's kind of what we did. I'll be honest with you, I don't ever refer to the RPI, but for this ranking, I did. And the RPI says that they are supposed to be in this spot. So that was my tiebreaker. But looking at Marshall County on the year, again, 15-14 and 14 now. Offensively batting 358, they can hit. Anna Vassar has been great, 432 on the year. And they got some pitching. Allison Harris, a 298 ERA, a team ERA of 358. You know, again, you, you kind of never know what you're going to get. Are they the team that's going to go, you know, give up runs and lose 13 10 to Carlisle, or are they the team that can go beat Murray 14 2 and a Murray team that's done what they've done lately? It's going to be a lot of fun going into next week, a lot of unpredictability in this region. But that's your top five in, in softball. McCracken, Tillman, Ballard, Graves, and Marshall. Moving on to baseball. And now I'm looking at the clock and realizing I'm running out of time, so we might have to go a little bit quicker. 
But moving on to baseball. This week, number one, yeah, I know, McCracken County. 22-10 and 10 on the year. You look at what they've done. I mean, batting 265, which is low for them, but I would, again, challenge you to go look at their schedule and some of the pitching they faced. But they're pitching unbelievable. 2.20 ERA. You got Sims under two. You got Aldridge just over two. You got Chapman under one. You got Green just under two. It's crazy. McCracken County, number one. Coming in at number two, Paducah Tillman. 17-7 and seven on the year. They hung with McCracken County in that 1-0 game. You're talking about a team that can beat them. They can. Here's the difference, though, and this is what hurts them in a, in a tournament. McCracken and Tillman will be on the opposite side of one another, assuming Tillman gets there and gets past St. Mary. So they'll be on the opposite side of one another. The question is, you know, McCracken legitimately can throw four guys, one of four guys, and they can save, I'm assuming, Aldridge for the championship game. And those other two guys they throw are basically like an ace for a lot of other teams. So you feel confident and comfortable throwing those guys and that they're going to get it done and get you to that championship game where you've been able to save Aldridge. Now in the past, that's been the issue. If Tillman were to get there, Tillman usually has one or two guys and then they've probably burned one or both of them by the time they get to the championship game. Or, I'm using Tillman as the example, that speaks to almost any other team in the region. This year, though, if they wind up on the opposite side, Tillman's kind of got a pick-your-poison thing going on pitching-wise. Tillman's team ERA, 166. East with a 201. Gunner with a 122. Payne with a 183. Wagner, 8.79. They can pitch. They can pitch. They can, they can hang with you because of that pitching. Offensively, they're batting 297. Gunnar Massey, just incredible, a 412 batting average right now on the season. Caleb Payne with a 344. Keebler with a 303. Tillman's right there. And Tillman, as long as they can play clean, and I mean that the errors sometimes get them, they are more than capable of getting into this tournament and beating McCracken, who, by the way, they play, weather permitting, tonight. Oh, man. All right. That's number two. Number three on the list, Marshall County. 18-11 and 11 now in the season. They looked really good on Saturday. I watched the first game and a little bit of the second game when they played with Union County. They passed the eyeball test. They're batting 278 right now. Alex Staples with a 358 average. Landis with a 363. That kid, by the way, 24 stolen bases out of 25 attempts. It's ridiculous. Pitching-wise, Carter McKinney's sort of been the race statistically with a 129 ERA. Reese Oakley, for me, though, he's probably going to be the guy they go to when it counts. He's got a 270 ERA. As a team, it's a 329. Marshall County at number three. Number four, Graves County. The Eagles are now 16, 12, and one on the year. They've got a couple of rough losses, they got a lot of good wins. Six and two now in their last eight ball games, so been on quite a tear. You look at them from a stat standpoint. Batting just 247, but Kobe Mullins can get it done. A 346 average for him. Three home runs, nine doubles, three triples. Drake DeFreitas right at 300 on the season. Hayden Thompson now, 311. Pitching wise, they got one of the aces in the region. Hayden Alexander, a 163 ERA. It was just below one, and he, he did struggle against Marshall. Didn't quite have his stuff. And to Marshall's credit, they took advantage. They hit him. Drake DeFreitas has been good. With a 267, Drew Hayden with a 340 as a team ERA 
at 3.56. So there you go for Graves County. Coming in at number five, let the controversy begin. You've got about four teams in my book that are kind of vying for that fifth spot. For me, I'm going with Carlisle County. They're 19 and 12 on the year. They got one of the best records in the region and you know, a better record than even two of the teams we got ahead of them. But their RPI, again, I kind of went to the RPI on this, and the RPI has them right in this spot. So Carlisle County at 19 and 12. Carlisle County is good. Again, I do expect them to get past Sigmund County and win that district. You look at what they've done stat-wise on the year, and we talked about some of their individual games earlier, but on the year. Batting 281 with an ERA of 351. Colton Perez, as good as it gets as a leadoff guy, 429 average. He's uh, 14 of 16 in stolen bases this year. Two home runs, five triples, 10 doubles. Come on. Joel's been good. He's hitting 317. And then pitching wise, Jaron Brewer, Kaysen Mitchell, all sub three ERAs. They got guys that can throw, they got a good team. Look out for Carlisle County at number five. Then on the bubble, you've got St. Mary, who's falling, but still one of the better teams. You've got. Uh, Murray High, who's climbing. You got Ballard Memorial, who's been pretty good as well. And you and Hitman County. Sorry, you're in my bubble as well. Like maybe it helps if I actually read my list. But I'd put Hickman County on that bubble as well. They're good too. And there you have it. McCracken, Tillman, Marshall, Graves, and Carlisle, one through five. And that's the show for Wednesday. Looking forward to keeping up with uh, Tillman and McCracken tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoy the ball games tonight, tomorrow night. We'll talk about it on Friday. Until then, this has been Region 1 Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.